Um, I also wrote a terrible joke in here when they were talking about what does your gut feel? And I'm like, Amethyst knows about being up in them guts. Uh, so I'll, uh, should I edit that out of the podcast? Oh my God. (laughs) Oh no, 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 (laughs) no. What is little bit doing? He jumped into my lap and then. I don't have great cord management right now because I just set this, this desk isn't even, this desk is literally only half here. (laughs) Like it only half exists. I only set up half of it because I have to move furniture to set up the other half. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, my, oh no, (laughs) my cord management (laughs) isn't great. And so he looked like he was going to pull my lap, my, uh, surface tablet off of, the desk nice. that only half exists right now. Oh my god, cat. Okay. Okay, I guess. You must eat happening. him away. <laughs> I he's in my lap now and I don't want to eat him because he has been locked in the office uh ever since we got here. Um and I miss him. That's fair. Try to delete that up in them guts joke. <laughs> I feel like you should probably take the up in them guts joke and all of the stuff that we talked about with my cat and have that be the pre-pod. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I was thinking I should probably put this cat stuff at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Tuning into Gay Space Rocks, a Steven Universe watching podcast where we watch Steven Universe. My name is Brian. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. You can find uh, me on the internet at RoomwarePod, and you can find the podcast on Twitter at Gay Space Pod. With me, as always, is my rehomed uh, co host, August. Yes. Hello. I'm August. I'm trying to be high energy as well today. It's not working very well. Um, Yeah, I'm newly rehomed. I was given to a shelter and somebody else decided to adopt me. Um, But uh, that's why I sound a little weird if I do sound weird. If I don't sound weird, then pretend I didn't say that. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Harpydora in most places, including DeviantArt, if you want to see some old embarrassing art. <laughs> uh, oh, my pronouns let's... are they, them. Yeah. You, you know that by now, I'm sure, but I'm going to keep saying it. Um, let's see. Is there any cartoon news? Um, uh, Cowboy Bebop dropped, didn't it? Yeah, it's on it's on Netflix now. The the anime, not the the live action show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I can think of that wasn't active when we recorded last. Yeah. Um Let's see. Uh I just typed in is Rebecca Sugar making a new show? The answer is no. Oh. 
I hope she doesn't become like a one-hit wonder. I hope that she goes on to have uh, a long and storied career in animation, but not so long as to become like super problematic. True. Like long like, enough that she has a good a good library, but not so long as to milkshake duck herself. True. Uh, I do wonder if if Rebecca like I would like to see basically anything from Rebecca Sugar because like they have a very good understanding of like show structures. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they can do long form storytelling. The movie is pretty clear that they know how to do that. So I don't know. Just pick them up for anything, like a live action show, cartoon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't think nothing has dropped cartoon wise that has made me uh, super de duper de fucking chill. Uh, yeah. Or not chill, but hype. The opposite of chill. Did I send it. Let's see. Hold on a second. I'm gonna scroll up through our group chat and make sure I haven't sent you anything. Up. Oh, I should sent you that picture of um, the doctor from. Like, oh, what is Masato's friend in Evangelion? Ritzko. Ritzko and Garfield. Yeah, there's that one. Yeah, I did see yeah. that one. Aren't you so glad you're my friend? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're my friend too, Brian. I'm so glad that, like, somebody was creeping on Twitter and saw the the live blogging happening because, yes. <laughs> um, Let's see. <clears throat> Uh, have you watched any cartoons as of late? Oh my god, Brian. <laughs> I know the answer is no. <laughs> the answer is unequivocally no. Do you know the cartoon I've been watching? I've been watching my life like disintegrating in front of me as I have been dealing with the nightmare of moving households. Um, so, no. <laughs> it's a shitty cartoon that I've been watching. Watch something else. Uh, I do I do plan on um, we got our TV working because we got a fancy Roku TV and it was having some issues with the internet but it turned out we just needed to reset the network settings and now it's fine okay so we can actually watch things on it again um, so I want to get back to amphibia yeah, season three of Amphibia is starting to pick up speed. I think I sent you that fun that fun clip of uh, of Hot Pop going eat the rich and then pulling the str- pulling the rope on a guillotine. So <laughs> show's getting getting real weird. They're like, whatever, we haven't been renewed. Let's rumble. <laughs> yeah. Um. So th- yeah, season three of Amphibia has been pretty good. Uh, been watching. The, there's a new season of Young Justice that has dropped. Uh, let Anya know. Oh, I didn't know Anya was into Young Justice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they watched season three, but uh, like the one that came out on HBO Max last year. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 pretty good. Initially, it started. I'm like, man, I don't know about this. I think I spoke about this last time. I'm like. Man, I don't know about this. This racism story plot line may be a little hokey. Uh, and then it got pretty good. It, like It's like Young Justice like, ha, 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 we're a mystery show. Did you forget that we're not really an action cartoon? We're a mystery cartoon? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, and uh, it was pretty. It, it had that particular little story arc wrapped up pretty well. Good. Um. Oh no! I think that's the watching wrestling. There's a lot of wrestling cuts this this week. Just I today, mean, wrestling literally, is right basically now. a live action cartoon, so that's it's cartoon true. news. Um, Dynamite this week had some of the best. Like if you ever, if you're a uh, aspiring wrestler or you just want to know how to to talk to an audience, good. Watch this week's episode of Dynamite. Like every promo was a fucking wall to wall banger. Um, my job is rapidly becoming a hellscape. Even though I li- like I liked it before we the company got bought out by new owners. So that's cool. That um, sucks. I went from, uh, yeah, I used to do a lot of customer service. This is my life. I used to do a lot of customer service uh, in retail, and I that that was killing me. So I decided to stop doing that, and I got into like more manual labor stuff because it's better for my brain. Um, and I got hired on this job to drive a, a Kubota, which is basically like a Bobcat with a forklift front on it. Um, and, uh, now I do all of the ordering for the region and I'm in the zoom meetings every other day and I have to do corporate America bullshit and I hate it. That's I th- I was in a zoom meeting yesterday where I almost quit my job because my, the, the guy was trying to train me on some stuff, which is that that's not a big deal. I don't mind being trained on stuff, but he was like, Never asked me what level of experience I have, was extremely patronizing, uh, and would not answer the questions that I had. He just wanted to teach me his system, which doesn't work for me because my store's not like his, because we were acquired. Mm-hmm. We we're not one of their old stores. Um, and he just wouldn't listen to me. It was extremely frustrating. Uh, and also, now I'm in a Slack. I've never used Slack before because I got out of corporate America before Slack became big. But I'm in a Slack uh, server now, and they keep doing this thing. There's like a congratulations channel, which is fine. Big up people when they do stuff, right? Give positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. But, but they get... They give tacos to people like you get little taco emojis. They're like, good job. Here's a taco. And I'm like, how many tacos do I get before I get to go to the prize chest at the front of the fucking classroom? Like, like, is the I'm like, this makes me so mad. <laughs> you can say yeah. thank you for doing a thing without giving me a stupid fake reward. Like I'm an eight year old. <laughs> At the very least, get some, like, pearl points. Yeah. Like, it was very, like, watching these episodes, I'm like, mm, Stephen is 13, I am 35, and we are apparently trying to be motivated by the same things. Jesus. So. uh, I'm gonna wait till January when my new dental insurance kicks in, use all of that up, uh, and then quit my job. (laughs) Fair. Yeah, find something different. Obviously, I'm not going to just eat, but fortunately, I bought my house for next to nothing, so I, I can survive on very little. So, yeah, uh, you want to talk about the other cartoons that aren't my depressing life? Um, I have watched 
uh, literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I meant like the the one we're here to talk about. Oh. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. This week we are covering episodes uh, ninety five. 96 and 97, Jim Hunt, Crack the Whip, and Steven versus Amethyst. Um, first up is episode 95, Jim Hunt. Uh, is the 17th episode of the season. It uh, debuted on August the 1st, 2016. Um, this one was written by Colin Howard and Jeff Liu. Uh, official synopsis. Steven and Connie track a gym monster through the wilderness, but her tracks lead them to a mystery. That's true. Yeah. I mean, Pearl is also there, but, you know, it's mostly yeah. the Stephen and Connie episode. Yeah. So, uh, synopsis. Stephen, Connie, and Pearl warp to the quote-unquote Great North <laughs> um, and are in front of a giant wailing stone, which I actually didn't notice until I read this description. Um, Stephen takes a bunch of pictures. It's Connie's first mission. They are here to hunt down a gem monster. Uh, under the guidance of Pearl, uh, they continue out into the snow, uh, looking for the monster. They're talking about how, uh, they're surprised that Connie's parents let her even come. Uh, you know what? Fair, frankly. Um, and, uh, everybody's very excited about Connie's first mission. She's very dutiful. She's a good student. Uh, there's a rumble out of the forest when they are attacked by the very first of the, uh, the big... Uh, gym monsters, uh, I guess, spoiler alert, there's two, uh, the, uh, it, I, the first one they get is brown colored, right? It's the brown one is the first one. Uh, or is it the other one? I want to say it's the multicolored one. Okay, yeah, there's like a green and pink one is the one that bursts through the trees, and so they get ready to fight it, and then all of a sudden a second one shows up. It's very similar in design, except it has like three horns and it's brown, um, and they're like, oh, my God, there's two of them. They get they're thinking about pulling back out of the fight. But then the monsters uh, pass by them running off, seemingly scared of something. Um, Pearl is like, all right, there's two monsters. We got to head back to the temple. And Connie's like, no, we can handle this. Let's split up. You go after one. We'll go after the other. Uh, and after Pearl's protests and they give good reasons as to why they can handle this themselves, Stephen produces a, a pair of special edition walkie talkies, hands them off to Pearl, and they go off on the hunt. Uh, while they're hunting, Connie displays a great amount of tracking skills and also... <laughs> Uh, worry about the end of the world that is too much for a girl her age. Um, they discover uh, big tracks, but also a series of small humanoid tracks. Uh, but as the snow picks up, they decide to take shelter in a hollowed out tree. Discussing the tracks that they saw, Stephen and Connie, um, well, Stephen posits that uh, possibly that the gym is maybe not as corrupted as some of the other gyms is shifting back and forth between like a monstrous and more humanoid form. Um, once the snow is over, they go looking and they find the big green gym monster. Um, it is kind of trapped in a, a bit like a dead end, uh, and is seemingly scared of something. Steven tries to talk to it, uh, when it gets nervous at seeing the sight of, uh, Rose's sword and attacks them. Uh, it's not looking great when all of a sudden, or, or sorry, 
I forgot a very important part. They're sneaking up on it, and Pearl calls on the walkie-talkie and alerting it to their their presence. Um, yeah. They freeze up when trying to fight the monster, but eventually do call Pearl, and then all of a sudden, the monster's taken out by bum 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 Jasper. Jasper's here. She beats the dog shit out of this thing and tears its gem out of its chest. Um, Pearl shows up just in time for Jasper to be like, look what I got, Rose, uh, and backs off into the snow. Connie is upset because she froze up, saying to Pearl that she failed, but Pearl's like, no, your mission was to find the monster and then call me. You did great, kid. And they all celebrate Connie's first six successful mission uh, while Steven looks at a picture of Jasper on his phone. Sad, this boy, he cannot be happy. Star wipe the end. Yeah. Poor Steven. Oh, apparently the monsters are both Jaspers. Huh. Yeah, they're an ocean Jasper and Biggs. A Biggs Jasper. Uh, I knew, I knew, I knew they were, one of them was named Biggs, but I didn't know uh, the other one. Cool. So. Um. I love Stephen in the picture. Yeah, I love the running gag of Stephen taking pictures of everything. Through this. It's very good. <laughs> Uh, it's very good, and I'm so glad that Stephen and Connie are reunited. Mm-hmm. Um, They're very cute. The whole little, honestly, the whole little opening segment up until they 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 split off is very cute. Like Pearl, it's obvious that Pearl is Pearl is evolving as a character. She's giving mm-hmm. the kids more of a leash. Obviously, she's worried when there's two monsters. It yeah, at no point in time do I feel like Pearl is being overprotective when she's worried about a situation. Yeah. Like she's definitely loosened up a bit. Like mm-hmm. she's still she's still the Pearl we know and love, but also just like the way she was joking at the beginning yes. was very cute. Like I love something... I love the like and who's your favorite Jim? Yeah. <laughs> it's the cutest that joke was in the so world. Cute. It's so cute. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, the callback to that where it's like, don't tell Garnet. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's it's very good. Big props to Pearl for having some some character development. Not that she hasn't had character development up until this point, but yeah, but it's good to show like it's good. They let their care like again. Steven Universe is a show that lets the characters evolve. Yes. Uh, and, And shows that in little ways. They don't, they don't, they make a big show of, like, characters having a breakthrough moment and then watching the slow evolution of that. Like, it's not a, it's not a linear path, even though, like, theoretically that's probably maybe because, like, things are getting written out of order or what have you. But, like, it's not, everybody feels like they're walking forward without it being, like, and bam, Char- like my character has like my character has learned the lesson i'm completely different like it's a slow progressive learning and mm-hmm. adjusting to like a new world yeah which is fun. exactly i also like that that she does like pearl does not none of the gyms ever get winter outfits there's like we don't give a shit <laughs> i think the closest pearl ever gets is uh leg warmers in the 80s it's true actually it's that that's the mid 90s oh well i know no it's it's hilarious that like because like they're all dressed like it's still the 80s and greg is kind of like an like an early 90s kid but he's basically playing fucking hair metal still 
which is probably why Greg was never successful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I My love hypothesis this. is just that they got poofed in the mid eighties and then came be. back and then just hadn't gotten poofed in the nineties. Yeah, it's fair. Um, Connie's end of the world rant is very good. Like, yeah. it is like, I'm like, oh, I agree with many of these points this is like a leftist who is prepared for the end of the world. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. It's it's incredibly relatable, except for the fact where, you know, it's, you know, back when this episode aired, it wasn't quite as po- common knowledge that, like, clean energy is basically ready to go whenever. Yeah, that's like, fair. We've got they, alternatives. Yeah. Also, Connie's like 12, so, you know. <laughs> that's true. Uh, we got alternatives, just like, you know, Big Oil won't let us use them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not. It, isn't it great to be living in the cyberpunk future? Yeah, I, that, they, I they, love... Th- that this show couldn't imagine just five years ago. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. You remember when this show was written and we didn't even know what cryptocurrency was? Well, actually, we probably did. I think I I was aware of Bitcoin's existence at at that point. Yeah, but I don't know if it was as widespread as it is now. Anyways, (laughs) Uh, I also am glad like with the uh, with the pine tea thing, I'm like, Connie and I must be watching the same YouTube videos because like. I'm like, Connie is me, basically, if I got, like, trapped in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, because Uh, you're definitely going to get scurvy after a few hours, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, the vitamin C also helps with, like, just generally keeping your spirits up and, and, like, energy. It's good. Like, listen. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'll kiss. (laughs) I'm listening. Uh, They're cute when they're inside the tree. It's very It's cute. so fucking cute. Also, it's so cute. I don't, I don't know if it's maybe because we just watched a like we we haven't interacted with the Steven Universe in a hot minute, but I feel like the anime like the facial animations in these three episodes in particular are like they're not radically different, but they're much more detailed, but not like hyper like there's just so much more expressiveness, I feel like. Yeah. Like small um, expressiveness, you know? Yeah, I feel like the art style in these three episodes, like, you know, again, not talking about off model, but just like the art, the art style in general felt really like at the top of its game. Yeah, it's tight. It's like not like a like it feels like they're animating like on a really like it feels like the studio, like the animation studio has done this enough. They found the groove. Yeah. And the, uh, I meant to mention it earlier, but, like, just the art direction for the Great North is beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Just the, the backgrounds, the color choices, very, very good. Uh, I think that, so Steven Universe, I feel like this episode in particular, and it may have happened in the initial D episode, I think, uh, but Steven Universe is just an anime now, I think. <laughs> I think I think it's yeah. Jasper. I think it's the the introduction of Jasper, an anime villain. 
Yeah. Like, she is an anime bad guy. Yeah, I I have a note later on that's like, Jasper's just Vegeta without a redemption arc, isn't she? We'll get, listen, there's a lot of show left. (laughs) Um, Because, like, honestly, this feels like we're starting, like, this is the, like, you know how, like, okay, so. For those of you out here there who don't watch a lot of shonen anime, what's wrong with you? It's like the best genre of anime. And B, <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't go that far, but okay. it's a very good genre. Uh, but so like a lot of shonen shows are like there's some milling about initially that kind of establishes the world and the characters and stuff, and then you're introduced to the first real bad guy in Dragon Ball Z. That's Vegeta. Um, in Naruto, I don't know. I don't watch enough Naruto. Orochimaru, probably. I think it is. Um, in, uh, in Sailor Moon, it's, um, what's her name? Queen Barrel? Not Queen. Yeah, it's Queen Barrel, right? Yeah, it's Queen Barrel. Yeah, yeah, Queen Barrel. Like, and it's the villain who seems like a big deal, but will pale in comparison to, they, they have very simple motivations. Uh, but they're like they're big, strong, scary bad guys, and Jasper really feels like that. Like she is like her her motivations are understandable, clear, but pretty to the point. She's a very to the point bad guy. Yeah. Um. And it's really interesting that now, because like these three episodes are the most serialized and the most that the show's ever felt like a fucking anime. Outside of, like, one-offs where they're definitely spoofing anime, you know? Like, it, like, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but it feels like they're, like, they're trying to shift the tone. Like, they're not hard-shifting the tone, but they're easing the audience into, like, all right, here's what, like, the story is here. We're doing this now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Because Jasper is dope. <laughs> Like, she just shows up, beats the shit out of a monster that was scary, and, like, murders it, and is like, ha, 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 goes away. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I. That, that's a really good way to establish Jasper's, like, continued prowess. Mm-hmm. Just, like, that getting the, you know, digging the gym out of, out of the, the monster's chest scene was really good. Yeah. Like, th- sometimes when you're doing a show, <laughs> you have to feed some bad guys to the other bad guy. That's just, like, to prove how big the other bad guy is. Well, by this point, the monsters aren't bad guys anymore, though. Like, True, we but know they are they're th- not. They are They're, they're th- antagonists. Yeah. Yeah. And showing your main, like, showing your current main villain just dumpster those... Yes. In whatever way is appropriate. I'm not saying this because I recently have done all of this in the room where pod where I'm like, all right, we're getting into the end. I got to got to tie up some loose ends and establish the, the final boss. Yeah. So. Um, I did love the, the subtle message about like responsibility and knowing your limits. Mm-hmm. Like that was really well played. Yeah. I like that. Like it wasn't. You froze up. Oh, no, you'll get it next time. Pearl's like, of course you did. It's okay. Why wouldn't you? You're not supposed to be doing this yet. It's okay. Like, yeah. 
Pearl did a really good job of not putting a like she's doing a lot better about not putting a lot of responsibility on these children. Yes. Well, still giving them response. Like they need to listen. They need to they need shit. Shit might go sideways. They need to know. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, there's a difference between like putting too much responsibility on a child and giving a child an adequate or or suitable amount of responsibility for their age and maturity level. Exactly. All right. Do we have anything else for Jim Hunt? I don't think so. Okay. Let's move on to Crack the Whip, episode 96. Um, it came out on August the 2nd, 2016, written by Raven uh, Mollesey and Paul Velico. I wonder, hold on a second, let me see who wrote Stephen. Huh. It really feels like they just kind of like, one, two, three, one, two, three, like, uh, it's weird how, like, these were all written and storyboarded by three different people, but they flow real, like, that writer's room is on point. Yeah. Because you could have told me that the same two people wrote the all three of these episodes and I would have super believed it. Because they because they, they carry through like, yeah, again, it just it feels like we're shifting into a different gear with the show. Not like a bad gear, just like, you know, a different one. Uh, yeah. Official synopsis. Amethyst is left in charge of Stephen and Connie and there will be no training while she's around. That's not true at all. Um, yeah, yeah. There is, in fact, plenty of training. Yeah, they choose to train by themselves. Yeah. They're nerds. Uh, Pearl and Garner are getting on the warp pad and they're heading the fuck out while Steven is trying to talk to them. Uh, They interrupt him telling Amethyst that she is in charge while they're gone. I'm assuming they're leaving Amethyst behind because they're afraid that Jasper, like, my assumption is they're afraid Jasper's going to show up. Because she obviously has, like, a fucking, like, she wants to take out Steven. Steven kind of needs a bodyguard. I don't think that's, uh, anyways, I'm editorializing while doing the recap. Um, Connie bursts in, uh, she's ready for, uh, training, uh, which Pearl has forgotten because of the whole Jasper situation. Uh, she's like, we'll get to it next week, I'm so sorry. Uh, meanwhile, um, Amethyst is like, what do you guys want to do? Uh, and... Stephen and Connie still want to train. So they're outside. They're training. Uh, they're doing some good fucking katas out there. They're having a, a nice little spar. Amethyst is asleep. Uh, and Stephen is mad at her. Uh, and is like, hey, watch us. And she's like, okay. So she turns her feet into eyeballs like you do. Uh, and she watches them until um, they uh, finally get done with training. And they're like, how did we do? And Amethyst is like, yeah, you did fine. And Connie's like, I don't know. My my stance was kind of off. My grip was loose. And Amethyst is like, listen, th- that shit doesn't really matter in a fight. Uh, you got to really kind of like you got to get out of your own head. That's why you froze up. You were stuck in your own head. You kind of just got to work on instinct um, like a me, uh, Mario. Um <laughs> Uh, so Amethyst, uh, asks them, like, you, you gotta go with your gut. What does your gut feel? And Steven's like, I'm kind of hungry. And they're like, well, let's go get some food. So they go to the big donut where Amethyst impersonates Lars, but does not know his name or Sadie's name. I don't understand if this is a grift. Uh, she takes just a ton of donuts and Steven and Connie have to pay, uh, Sadie what looks to be $2.75 for like 800 donuts. Um, 
And they just, we get a montage of everybody just having fun on the beach. Uh, they eat a bunch of donuts, they play some pranks with some sodas, they chase some fucking seagulls, uh, and they go swimming out in the ocean. Uh, Connie is just having a good time because she's comes from a pretty, like, uh, you know, pretty subdued household. Uh, she doesn't get to run around and do wild stuff all the time. Um, and uh, while they're in the water... Uh, they are attacked by the uh, orange, orange brown uh, monster that we saw in the previous episode, which is Biggs. That one's the Biggs Jasper. Uh, it climbs out of the water. Uh, it goes to attack Sour Cream, then notices uh, Connie and Steven. Uh, Steven protects them with a bubble, and as it's about to attack, Amethyst whips it. Uh, she fights it. She kind of climbs it like a goddamn Dark Souls monster. Like there's a shadow of the fucking Colossus up in here, uh, and she poofs it. Uh, Steven's like, uh, that's great. Uh, they, they, bu they bubble it. Um, they say this is the same monster that we fought in, the, fought in the great white North. Uh, and I mentioned that there were two of them and Amethyst is like, wait, two. And then the second one, the ocean Jasper comes out of the water being ridden by none other than goddamn Jasper. Jasper's here to fucking fight. Um, Amethyst says that the kids need to take on the Ocean Jasper along with Lion Lions here. Uh, and Amethyst goes to fight Jasper. They have a very, very anime fight where uh, Jasper just fucking dumpsters Amethyst. There's no two ways about it. She kicks her ass from pillar to post. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Steven and Connie are fighting the Ocean Jasper. Uh, all of a sudden, like, uh, Jasper ends the fight by poofing uh amethyst which spurs uh connie and steven to attack jasper in the midst of that they fuse into stevani and uh then kick jasper's ass sideways uh they're more agile they're stronger they're faster they're, they're better um than jasper uh they mount their particular mounts uh, jasper on the ocean jasper and uh stevani on lion they come head to head where uh stevani like power strikes jasper through the ocean jasper um amethyst comes to just in time to see stevani standing tall uh while jasper kind of slinks back into the ocean um the episode ends with the two kids being like oh my god you actually like what you said actually worked we just kind of had to go for it um they're like we can't t wait to tell everybody um and uh, Amethyst is, seems sad about this, saying, I guess you didn't need me after all, star wipe the end. I think it's, in very, it's very important mm -hmm. to mention that one of them says that I guess she just lives there now, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah, it was a really funny line. Like, it's just, huh, I guess she just lives in the ocean now. <laughs> Which I, mean, I don't know like is true or breathe. not. <laughs> What'd you say? Doesn't Sorry. Need to, she doesn't need to breathe. So yeah, why not? I guess so. Well, we, we're, we're going to find out relatively soon after Bismuth that that is not true. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, why do hard light bodies need to breathe but not eat? I don't know. But yeah, in the next two episodes after Bismuth, Beta and Earthlings, we're going to find out that where jasper actually lives okay uh i don't i guess they don't also they don't have to eat 
Pearl I didn't never say eats. that they. Yeah. I didn't say they had to eat. I said you know they don't have to eat. Yeah. And well, no, they don't. They can't need to breathe because if they needed to breathe, then how did Lapis fly all the way back to Gem Home World? Yeah, they can exist in space. Yeah, so they don't need to breathe. So no. she could live in the ocean if she wanted to. Yeah, I do find it interesting that the seemingly the corrupted gems do breathe. Interesting. Because if you notice the in, in the previous episode, there's like steam coming out of the the Biggs ma- Biggs's mouth. Huh. Or no, ja- ocean. One of them's mouth when they first yeah. get you know get interacted with. Yeah. So. Uh dynamic between pearl and amethyst still peak very good very very good uh i love that the kids given the choice to do anything just continue to do the thing they're supposed to do also they're getting very good at it like solid little child soldiers going on here yeah gotta love it Mm -hmm. i mean it's good foreshadowing for when they do fuse into stevani you're like oh okay yeah like they work well together, and then when they're one person, obviously they would work the best there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also loved the line Pearl Thicked. I like that she turned into Pearl, but wasn't an exaggerated making fun of Pearl this time. Yes, it was very good. But still making I, fun of Pearl, but, you know, in a yeah. less mean way. Yeah. And I mean, this episode also gives a, a whole lot of uh, fuel to, you know, the the amethyst fire of just her not being horribly attached to her normal physical form for the most part. Right. Um, God, I loved I loved the sequence where she had eyes for feet, <laughs> but I don't. I don't understand how she got bored watching Steven and Connie spar when she's like deeply invested in wrestling. Like, I mean, they were, although I guess seemingly I guess, they were just running through like actual katas, which aren't the most exciting thing. Like Connie was just throwing strikes because they were, I think they were starting at the beginning of their routine. I don't know. It got, it, it felt like it got pretty complex with the double boomerangs and, no, 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 I'm talking about when oh, they restarted. Oh, yeah. Also, she's probably seen this shit before. Has she, though? Because, really, like, they're training up in the in the ruins, right? So, like, uh, That's true. I mean, I guess we find out in the next episode that she hasn't really been going up there for the training. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, I mean, I get it. Like... Amethyst is the lackadaisical one and stuff, but it's just like it felt slightly off based on other stuff that we know about Amethyst. So I don't think the writers of the show actually know much about wrestling. <laughs> That's true. And I mean, just because you like wrestling doesn't necessarily mean you like UFC. So, yeah, I love UFC, though. I know you do, but that doesn't mean everybody who's into wrestling <laughs> likes UFC. Um, the, uh, sir, <laughs> I wrote a terrible joke. Uh, oh dear. So, oh, so at first Amethyst, Amethyst actually has some good fighting advice, which is like, you can't just rely on, tra- like you kind of have to go off it in like, 
everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. Uh, and then you just kind of have to start going off of instinct. You can't think too much. You probably yeah. need to think some... Amethyst obviously thinks more than she lets on that she does. Um, or would admit that she does. But, like, she's right. You kind of just have to, like, fucking go for it. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's the whole point of doing drills and stuff is get to the point where the things that you're supposed to be doing are things that you don't have to think about. That's true. I think you need both things, which is why you need both Amethyst and Pearl teaching you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying she's not wrong, but Pearl's also not wrong. And they're not wrong for continuing to do what they're supposed to. No, exactly. That's why you do drills. So it becomes second nature. Um... So, um, but I love the donut. <laughs> yeah, the the hey donut girl, it's me, donut, donut boy. boy. <laughs> Just it's like, so is fucking she, stupid. Is, is she trying to seduce Sadie to get free donuts, or yeah. does she? So, what is this? Per, like, what is this grift? Right, like. Does Amethyst just not realize how money works? Does she realize how money works and just want to do crime? I She absolutely, like, she is the closest to human of the gems. She absolutely understands how money works, and she is probably just doing crime for the sake of doing crime, which we know already that she does because we know she steals cars. It's true. And assumingly she eats them or something, like... Yeah, we don't know why she steals cars, but we know she knows how to hotwire a car. Yeah. Uh, maybe so. she stole. She steals cars to better understand them to turn into cars. Uh, by eating them. By eating them. Um, but yeah, it's just great. Like, I also, like, I love how the Cotty and Steven just give her whatever's in their pocket. Like, and, and Sadie's like, I guess this is fine. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Uh, yeah. Uh, there was a little thing in that montage that I liked that was like um, when Steven got sprayed with the soda and he seemed upset about it Amethyst like sprays herself so Steven feels less bad yeah she's such a good sibling Mm -hmm. like I think um, I was after I watched the episodes I was looking through the the things in uh uh the the chatting and mm-hmm. uh Danielle mentioned that the sibling energy is strong and like yeah between these two episodes they're they're siblings and it's adorable and I love their sibling relationship um also the glow bracelets was really good it is where did like, they get them why I love I mean they I love Petey in the background. <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, he's he's the world's youngest 80-year-old man and that's true. Uh um, the the running through the seagulls constantly for whatever reason gave me like big dumb kids energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's just Kel and Dante chasing Adrian. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, Adrian's trying to peacefully eat french fries and <laughs> Kel and Dante are just fucking his shit up. It's true. Um, uh, Connie is adorable with the like, well, I don't have a bathing suit. It's like, obviously, no one cares. Come on. Get in the fucking water. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta get in the ocean fully clothed. Yeah. Get in the fucking ocean, Shinji. Yeah. Also, you're much better dressed. She's much better dressed for, for swimming than Steven is in his jeans. Yeah. Although she didn't take her shoes off, so. Oh, was she wearing shoe shoes? Yeah, I think she was wearing red lace-up shoes. I don't remember if they were high top or low top, but I think she was wearing... I know she was wearing shoes because I was like, why didn't you take those off? You should know better. Little Miss Survival Guide. Well, I don't know if they got that deep into the water either, though. Fair. And Amethyst is there, so she's not going to let him drown. Probably. (laughs) We don't know that. Last time... See, that's the other, she, that's that's more more to the notion that gems don't need to breathe because she didn't realize that Steven needed to breathe. <laughs> she does now that she's learned his character development. Uh-huh. Uh, the, <laughs> I just, I have a note in my notes. It just goes Dr. Scott. And I'm like, why did I write this? Oh, yeah. Because like, Steven's like Jasper. And then <laughs> Jasper's like Rose Quartz. And then I wrote Dr. Scott into my notes because I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> I would have written Rocky, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's same difference. Uh, the fight, just this, this fight is good. This is a good ass fight. Oh, it's dope. It's uh, so good. I So I wonder, I don't think Amethyst has ever fought a real, like a normal gym before. Uh, the only time that she might have would have been the last time we saw Jasper, really. Well, the last time that we saw Jasper and they would have fought, she would have fought Jasper. I'm talking about one on one, too. Like Uh, Jasper just showed up and bodied the gems because she had the the tech that they didn't have. Yeah, she had the handship Mm -hmm. and the the disruptor wand. Yeah. And so and then the last the next time they sort of fought her was combined into um, Alexandrite against uh malachite yeah so that wasn't by herself and like i mean i she's theoretically sparred against like rose and garnet and pearl but that's not really the same as being in a fight with somebody who wants to kill you yeah so i don't think she's actually this bad at fighting i just think she's never been in this situation well, also, you know, Jasper definitely knows how to get into her head yeah. and play on her insecurities. True. I mean, and she's, I don't. She's probably legitimately a better fighter than Amethyst is, too, at this point. Yeah. Well, she's probably older than Amethyst. Yeah, she is. Well, she is. OK. Amethyst came. Yeah. Amethyst emerged well after the war was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to have been older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jasper fought so. in it. Yeah, so it's basically like comparing Amethyst to Garnet. Yeah. Uh, or even Pearl, like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fucking just the most anime beatdown from Jasper. Like, it's so good. I loved, 
I loved the shot where like Amethyst was falling down headfirst in front of Jasper in slow motion. That was just uh Yeah. Real good. Like real, it's like real good. Anime has shown up. It's set up camp. It is here in Steven Universe more so than before, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I, I just I feel like we're getting into more like we're going to get into like there's going to be more action episodes as the seasons progress. Mm hmm. Um, so. Because they've always been good at actions like this show is ve- it's consistently been very good at action scenes. Well, I mean, you know, it very clearly has its roots in some pretty classic anime that, you know. I mean, it's good influence. That's true. But I feel like they still have like that. You can be influenced by anime and still not have a grasp on that action. You know what I mean? Yeah. The kinetic, the kinetic sort of and the like understanding of surroundings and how to frame a fight. Like they're just good at all of those things. Yeah. Like the fight choreography works. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that they're not good in their own right. It's just that they took they took inspiration from some good things to take inspiration from. Yeah, I wonder if they, I wonder if there's any scenes in the spider just ripoffs like there usually are. Oh, uh, almost certainly. The only show that I'm familiar enough to say uh, that they want you know that they might have ripped off is Utena, and I don't think they ripped off Utena for any of this stuff. Um, no, this is, de- this does not feel like an Utena fight. If, yeah, this, like, this is a shonen fight. Yeah, it doesn't feel, this is a Dragon Ball, this is just, dra- it's just Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Because of all the special moves and all of that, too. Yeah. Um, no, apparently it's, there's no, like, scene, scene mirroring going on. So, that's cool. Um, so yeah. Uh, then the Stevani fight is also good. Like it's, yes. I like how they're showing how Stevani moves. Like it's a very much a combination of, like it's that sort of like when Steven and Connie are Stevani. Like there's a, like a level of freedom that they experience, and you can see that in them just kind of letting go and like flowing a lot better in their fighting, mm-hmm. while still using a lot of the stuff we saw them do earlier. Just good, just good yeah. fight scenes all around. It's good. New amethyst outfit too. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sold on it. Like, it's okay. I think it's cuter when she has her hair up in the next episode. It's true. But I mean, we're always on the amethyst looks cute with her hair up bandwagon. Yes, that's very true. But I just, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure I'm feeling it. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to Nattery for putting this the image of Lion riding the the Ferris wheel in in our server. It's good. I'll yeah. See, yeah. So. It's very good. Um. Let's see. Okay. Oh, I think that's. Oh. Oh. Uh. Good to like just. I don't know. Like these, it's hard to talk. Like these really feel like it's, it's hard to not just flow into talking about the next one. Yeah. 
Well, um, I mean, that's because the next one takes place. It it feels like it takes place the next day almost. I think it's immediately after because they're talking. They imme- they run in and immediately start talking to Garnet and Pearl. But Amethyst has had enough time to start feeding eggs down the down the incinerator. She she would do that. She would she could do that at any time. I feel like. I mean, fair. Um, all right. Episode ninety-seven, Stephen versus Amethyst. Uh, this one came out in August third, two thousand sixteen. It was written by Hilary Florido and Jesse Zook. Um, official synopsis: Stephen and Amethyst get competitive while training with Pearl. That is not true. No. No. False. Uh, we know you can do better. Synopsis bot. I assume is a robot. Could we train AIs to do this sort of thing back in 2016? <laughs> I was just trying to figure out a way to make a. I I made an AI watch a bunch of Steven Universe synopsises, synopses, <laughs> synopsi. Anyway, yes, I think I think a a random uh, a random algorithm could potentially provide better. Uh, better copy than this. But yeah, so Garnet and Pearl were back uh, from the mission to look for Jasper. Uh, Steven comes up to them, tells them about the showdown that they had with uh, Jasper uh, in the previous episode, and that he and Connie fused in Stevani and kicked her fucking ass. Uh, Pearl is first worried about Steven fighting without them, uh, but then is generally happy that they were able to fight off uh, Jasper. Um, both Garnet and Prow- or Pearl are proud of Stephen and Connie for doing good. Um, and, um, let's see, uh, but they do show some concern about Amethyst, uh, cause they can see that she's been reformed, uh, which basically suggests that she got poofed while fighting Jasper. Uh, Amethyst is also feeling down because, you know, Jasper's a fucking prick to her the whole time. Uh, Steven and Pearl are heading toward the uh, warp pad. They're going to go do some training over in the Sky Arena. Amethyst is throwing eggs down the garbage disposal. And uh, Steven notices Amethyst and is like, hey, you want to come along? She's like, no, I'm busy making egg salad. I'll let you sit with that audience. Okay, but she decides to tag along. (laughs) Um, After Steven mentions that Pearl's new training system has pearl points we get then an explanation of pearl points pearl points are uh, adorable custom stickers that pearl has had made of her own head um you get enough pearl points you get to uh you get to take a reward from pearl's prize pouch uh if you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh steven talks about some joke glasses that he got um uh, uh, Amethyst jump decides to join in on training and they do three tests. Basically they fight a bunch of pearl, hollow pearls in each of the tests and Steven wins all of them, uh, pretty handily. Uh, Amethyst is pretty upset about this at the end. Um, and, uh, Steven feels bad about it. Basically, uh, back at the house, uh, Steven is playing some lonely blade game. Uh, while wearing a jester's hat that I guess he got from the prize pouch. Uh, and he sees that Amethyst is back at the garbage disposal, eating the eggs and mayonnaise <laughs> out of the garbage disposal. 
No, she eats some of the mayonnaise straight from the jar. All right, like, she's eating. She's getting a handful it. of eggs and then pouring them. In. She's making the egg salad in her mouth. Yeah, yeah. It's the I. I've got to stop. It's the worst thing. Amethyst. I hate it so bad. It's amethyst is so gross. It's the grossest thing they've ever done on this show. I hate it so it hurts me physically and it makes my skin crawl to I, think about. I love how Amethyst is allowed to be absolutely fucking disgusting. It's fair, yes. And I love, I like egg salad. I have egg salad that I made in my fridge right now. And I Ooh. hate it. I hate this so much. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awful, It's very good. It's good, though. It It's awful, but it's so good. It is. And it's like... God, if that isn't like the epitome of a depression meal, <laughs> Just garbage disposal eggs. I've never garbage been so depressed. I've eaten garbage eggs. disposal well, eggs. I was, I was more thinking about like you just kind of like smash some eggs and then eat mayonnaise out of a jar and call it an egg salad. Yeah, I've been there. I have been, in fact, there. Yeah, uh, like. <laughs> If I ever reach eating eggs out of the garbage disposal level, you check me into a hospital. <laughs> I I will make sure that that does not happen to you, Brian. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they uh, uh, Stephen invites her up to play the Lonely Blade game, and he he throws the fight. Amethyst notices that he throws the fight, and then they get into an argument. Being she's like. Basically, she says a comment where she's like, I'm the worst crystal gem now. And Steven's like, yo, what the fuck? Because understandable. Um, yeah. And uh, they get into an argument about who the worst crystal gem is. And then they have a fight to prove who is the worst crystal gem. Uh, and the fight is great. They just like kick each other's asses pretty fucking hard. Steven uh, dis- uh, displays a new level of his bubble where he can form spikes on the bubble. Um they uh basically they fight each other to exhaustion and they break down uh kind of like laughing on the floor and steven's like what the fuck is wrong with us he doesn't swear he's a good boy uh to which uh amethyst replies um uh despite everybody's positive attitude and encouragement that she feels too small uh, and she's not the gym that she's supposed to be steven says that he understands because he doesn't feel like he He's not his mom, and he's trying to live up to those expectations. And he's been trying to train harder to be able to do that. Um, Amethyst replies that it's paying off, and Stephen helps Amethyst up. Pearl shows up, and she's like, what the figgity fuck have you all done? And Stephen says, oh, I guess we're not getting into that prize pouch for a while. Star wipe the end. Um, so I think of all of the gems... In existence, mm-hmm. I feel like Pearl is the one who deserves to say figgity fuck. Sure. Let Pearl say fuck 21, 2021. Yes. Uh, she's still. I know the show is well over, but she deserves to say fuck. Just, I, I'll look up Dee Dee on uh, Cameo. I'm sure she does Cameo. Uh, yes. And we'll get her to say fuck. <laughs> we'll add that to the Nick Gage intro. <laughs> yes. Um, this, this is just like, I don't know, this is a real good episode. It's hard to talk about it in like the bullet point sort of style, but like, yeah, it does like a really good, like there's so many good little moments in here of like Amethyst being way too in her head to be able to do anything. 
yeah. because she's feeling bad. Um, and then there's like, I really love the conversation like after the video game where like, you know, she's like, well, I'm not the worst crystal gym anymore. And Steven's like, what the hell? You guys wanted yeah. me to get stronger. Now I'm stronger and you're fucking mad about like that. That is, like it feels extremely real. Like it feels like a very real conversation two two siblings would be having. Yes. I say with absolute certainty, even though I have no siblings. <laughs> it sounds like the sort of conversation I imagine two real siblings would have as opposed to like two fictional siblings. Yes. As a person with a sibling, I can I can confirm. I've never had this exact conversation, but I've had conversations with the same vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I would really hope that you haven't had conversations with your brother about who is the worst crystal gem between the two of you. It's obviously my brother, frankly. Uh, <laughs> I've never met your brother. I'm sure he's perfectly nice. He's fine, but I'm still a better crystal gem than him. <laughs> Shout out to Evie. Um, the uh, also again, just like we're feasting on good fight scenes this 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 week. Yeah, because honestly, this fight this is the best one, uh, and they've yes. all been great. But like, they use powers and their space. Like, it's a great understanding. Like you. Obviously, like, you have to build, but this is, like, this is good character action shit of, like, you can't do this sort of stuff without understanding the characters this far. Yes. Also, spike ball, pretty cool. Stop. No. I won't. Stop. I won't never he's, stop. <laughs> he's, he's like, trying to rub against the desk, which is unfortunate because that's where I have my mic stand mounted to. <laughs> Because I'm using a real mic today instead of my Bluetooth or Bluetooth so if, Snowball. If you had a, a Bluetooth mic that nice. No. Um. No, I do not. Um, yeah, this is definitely this is where all the money went. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying that the other two episodes felt cheap or anything, but it's it's very clearly this is this is where the time and the effort. Ah! Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, cat! <laughs> he just fucking chomped down. Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'm not bleeding. So what the fuck, kiddo? Um. But like, it's but, also good. Yeah. Like, it does the thing that a fight. Should, so, so I watch uh, I watch this channel called Corridor Crew. Uh, it's like a spinoff mm -hmm. channel for Corridor Digital. Uh, and they're they're mostly known for their reacts videos. It's like visual art effects artists react or animators react or, or f you know, stuntmen react, like that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But when they have the stuntmen on, they have like, – because they've done a lot of short films, uh, usually action-packed sort of internet stuff, right? And the stuntmen always like w talking to these guys because they understand and, and they make a good point. Like a fight scene isn't just a fight. It's a story. It should tell a story between two characters, and this one does. I think even without the, like, you could take, if you took took the voice voiceover out of this fight scene, you would understand mm -hmm. what's going on. Yes. Uh, even if you don't know these characters, you would understand what's going on. Because there's, like, camaraderie, they're saving each other, um, 
they're seemingly like there's a, a level of competition going on between them. Like you get all of the main points just from the fight choreography. And it's good. It's just a damn good fight scene. And it show I feel like it just shows an evolution of the of the of the writer's room too. Well, not the writer's room, also the directors, because, like, they, they consistently, I don't, I usually don't put the directors on there because they change very, very often, uh, but, mm-hmm. like, they've got the same directing, like, directing team over in Korea, like, and they're, everybody is really, really finding the groove, I feel like, with the show. Oh, August, are you there? I'm there. Oh, God, has a little cat eaten you? Oh no! Oh, you're back. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. What did we miss? Um, nothing really. I was nodding and realized that nodding does not actually transmit oh. in an audio medium. <laughs> I, I thought little cat had pulled so, something out. Uh, little cat is not little bit. Sorry. Little cat is a different cat. Sorry, I thought little bit had pulled something out. My bad. Yeah. I apologize a little bit. I'm scratching his head now. He's very happy. <laughs> but yeah, like, good ass, just a banger of a fight scene. Yes. Although I was a little worried for a second when Amethyst put him through the fucking floor. <laughs> it's true. Like, I mean, we've seen like, him. Steven, this is another, like, like, advancement of steven's powers because like boy tough steven sturdy yeah stop it is hilarious steven will go to the doctor for the first time in steven universe future and the doctor will be horrified at steven's body (laughs) oh no (laughs) um Yeah, I mean, that's um, basically it. Like, good ending. Uh, yeah, love love to see people uh, confront their insecurities. Yeah, and become closer. Yeah. Uh, we will, this storyline will kind of, basically the storyline gets a little paused, because this storyline's not exactly over. It's going to get paused while we're doing Bismuth. Mm-hmm. And then it will finish up in beta in in Earthling, and that kind of wraps up this this Jasper arc. Okay. And then the last two episodes of the season sort of wrap up the season as a whole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the question bucket, and by question bucket, I mean the server. You can, yeah. you too can come talk to us on our server. Uh, the link is in the description of the episode. Uh, for new people who have joined our server, it's it, it's there every week. Now, if it doesn't work, somebody at me on Twitter, uh, and I will put a proper link, but it sh- that link should work basically in perpetuity. Though I know sometimes Discord links just stop working for whatever reason. Um, we have some comments from Danielle. Uh, I guess in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, what you call it? response to Stephen versus Amethyst. Uh, it sure is disconcerting to listen to a 14-year-old talk about how much he thinks he sucks, huh? It is, yes. But we, I feel like we're ameth- like uh, Amethyst August and I uh, are becoming desensitized to Stephen's self-hatred. 
I mean, you know, I remember being 14. It's true. I just fucking thought I sucked a lot, frankly. Oh, yeah. Um, and the, the sibling energy is, is at, this is a peak. We have reached, we will, there, there is another peak. There's a one more peak of sibling energy, but we are almost at the mountaintop of like peak sibling energy here. They're good good. siblings though. It's very good. It's so good. I love their relationship very much. Like it's, it's nice that Steven has two moms. Well, I guess two almost three moms between pearl and garnet mm-hmm. but you know garnet is one nice person he has a i would say garnet is steven's mom ruby and uh ruby and sapphire are frankly steven's aunts <laughs> yeah no you're right you're right um yes and then like a solid big sister yes um uh, they didn't leave a comment on this on this particular week, but shout out to Avi for Avi Avi. Uh, tell me how to pronounce your name at some point. Um, uh, who started Steven Universe Future is just getting hammered by it because that show that season show whatever it is it's heavy, baby. <laughs> Rebecca woke up every day, wrote an episode, and chose violence. <laughs> Fair, because you know. At that point, they had been through so much bullshit with the show. You might as well just, like, pull the limiters off. You know this is the Mm -hmm. end. Go for it. Take off Garnet's hair. Mm -hmm. Weighted hair off. Um, Yes. Nattery uh, had some comments for Jim Hunt. uh, Cookie Cat Walkie Talkies. Yes. So good. I want... Can somebody... Listen. Can somebody take some of the cheapest walkie talkies you can find and 3D print me that case? I will pay you money. I know somebody with a 3D printer. I feel like it would be pretty easy. Like you just need to I mean, buy, need get the walkie. File. You need to get the figure out what the circuit board for the walkie-talkie you take apart is. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be that hard. I just don't know how to 3D model, and I will not learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then crack the whip. Uh, Nattery says, I'm haunted by Amethyst stealing a whole pile of donuts and then putting them directly on a bench. Is this what the kill- cool kids do? Yes. I was haunted by them, by her, like, putting them in her pants. Like, but because they're not really pants. The bench. Yeah. They're just her body. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. It's bad. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, I don't think that, well, you know what? I bet you the cool kids in the context of the cool kids of uh, Beach City probably would have very, hand, you know, very eagerly eaten them off of a bench too, yeah. so. You got to get that good bench seasoning on there. Yeah, I don't, I think that this is in fact what the cool kids would do. That's true. Um... They also say, anyways, I really like how these episodes flesh out Amethyst and Steven's relationship. These kids got some self-esteem issues. Uh, Also, that shot of Amethyst reforming and her shape kind of glitching out before she forms really gets me. She really goes through the ringer in this episode. Uh, This is true. Yeah. It's great. Like, these are just good character, character focused episodes. Like, again, it's it's, it's really... And it may just be because we kind of had a long break from Steven Universe and coming back to it, but like they they feel like they're fine, like they've shifted gears and they're really they're really humming at this point from a writing perspective. Yeah. 
And I mean, the, the, it, it's gearing up. This season's going to reach a crescendo, and then season four uh, starts wild and gets wilder. There's, like, all kinds of wild shit, and then season five is even wilder. So, like, yeah. Love it. The, the accelerator is being pushed. All right, so next week, or not next, you know, God damn it, you guys know what it is. This is episode 30-something. Fuck it, you know. Um, yeah. I have not heard back from Effie, unfortunately. Um, so we shan't be having Effie on the show unless you want to tweet at Effie. And I normally I wouldn't be like I, normally I wouldn't. I, I have told you in the past not to tweet at like the the people from the Shaking Shack or from Abnormal Mapping uh, because they don't need that kind of thing in their life. I want Effie on this show. <laughs> Please tweet at Effie. <laughs> Um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, next episode, we are watching Just Bismuth. Uh, Harpy bait, Harpy bait. And we're just, that's it. Because uh, it's it, it's a it's a double length episode anyway. So we're going to kind of do two, two and two as we end, we end the season. Um... Which is good because, it, like, really these are very contained sort of second sets of episodes. Because, like, Bismuth is obviously a contained episode. Then Beta and Earthlings wraps up a storyline. Then Back to the Moon and Bubbled wrap up a storyline. So they're, they're good doubled episodes. to If we're going to do two and two, they're, they're good ones to do that way. Um, then we'll be moving into, like, our kind of, like, December-y, January-y break. Uh, not break, but like from the show, we're going to be doing some other shit. So like, um, we're definitely going to watch the Utena movie because we've talked about it for basically since we started the show. And we, I feel like we need to watch the Utena movie at some point. Yes. Um, and, uh, message us or talk about it in the server. Would you guys rather listen to us? talk about the other two ev- rebuild of Evangelion movies or the matrix. Um, just the matrix. I don't, unless you want to do the whole trilogy. Cause I actually like the whole trilogy. I don't think it's bad, but um, which would you prefer? I mean, I think if we did, if we were willing to do two of the rebuilds, which, you know, that's two movies, mm-hmm. You know, it would be unfair to the Matrix if we didn't do at least two Matrix movie Matrix movies. I also but... wouldn't be surprised if it's roughly the same amount of watching. Yeah, because the rebuild movie, like well, the two Matrix sequels, they're not they're combined like individually. They're not super duper long because they were shot over the course of like one shooting schedule. Okay, so the runtime for the Matrix is. Uh, Two hours and 16 minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two hours and 18 minutes for uh, Reloaded. Mm -hmm. And two hours and nine minutes for Revolutions. Okay. So. So, yeah, I think it's about an hour longer. Yeah, six and a half hours. Yeah, that's not so bad. And we'll just go at it. We'll just get feral. <laughs> yeah. So. But tell us which one of those things you want to hear. Because. 
either sounds good. I feel like we'll get the two of us are going to get good content out of either one of those things. We will entertain you no matter what you choose. Mm -hmm. Or we won't. We don't actually care. Uh, (laughs) We do. We love you. But we're going to talk into these microphones even if no one listens, I guess. Yeah, probably. (laughs) We're poisoned like that. Um, It just, it makes me think of, I remember on One Way Point Radio, uh, Patrick talked about how, like, he and his wife did a a horror podcast, and largely it was just an excuse to have, like, a regularly scheduled time to discuss their passions, which are primarily horror movies. Yeah. I mean, frankly, I... turned my D&D game into a podcast so I could write like I could in, like we could regularly meet up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I started FTL basically for the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> so trick your friends into doing podcasts with you. Just put out you can do it on your phone. Actually, uh honestly, you if if you had if you paid money per month for for Alistair I bet you you could run the entire, like, you wouldn't even have to do local recordings. Alistair's pretty reliable. Yeah. If you got both Alistair and Craig in there, be good enough. Uh, hell, I've, I, I've contemplated, like, if it weren't for the fact that I'm worried that, like, one of the bears would get sick during the recording. When we've had guests on, yeah. I've contemplated just being like, you know what, it's okay, you don't have to download any extra software. Yeah, I don't know. Like I've I've had that backup save my bacon on more than one occasion. This is true. This is true. Um, I'm, oh, I'm talking about instead of a local record, like just rely on Craig or Alistair. But I don't trust them enough because occasionally they do get sick. Yeah, and also like what almost happened today with. Uh, me almost needing to call on my phone I'm, because Discord on my Surface wasn't loading. I mean, I've salvaged worse <laughs> for this show. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, check us out on our other shit. Uh, Roomware is barreling toward an ending soon. Uh, FTL is doing Sunless Citadel, right? No, Sunless Reach, sorry. Yeah, Sunless Reach right now. Um, uh, November or December is going to be a fun month because uh, we will uh, be doing our Hanukkah special uh, and followed immediately by some bonus episodes uh, of a game called Dungeon Bitches. Hell yeah. Uh, which was really good. We probably need um, to figure out the, the, the network crossover stuff. Yeah, we, we do. We really do. I'll get on to that. We'll get on that next week. Well, the FTL holiday uh, holiday special is the Hanukkah special, which we're doing. Yeah, but we usually do but, holiday uh, crossovers. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. So we need to suss that out if everyone's still interested. I'm still interested, but you guys don't need yeah. to listen to us do logistics. Uh, no, we don't. But yeah, check out our shit. Um, tweet at Effie. Uh, to be on our, our very small show. We'll pay you, Effie. Yes. We will pay you. We will. I'll pay you whatever you want, really. Not whatever you want. We're very poor. But I'll pay you, like, a reasonable amount. Yeah. Whatever your normal rate is, I'll pay it. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, what's your normal rate to be somewhere for two hours? Yeah, just tell us and we'll pay you. It's like not going to bother us. Um, you don't listen. I also understand if you look at this show and I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is useful to me, but you'll have a good time. You can watch some cartoons and have a good time. Yeah. Um, that's I guess that's it. Uh, I believe yeah. I did it last time. So it's your turn. It is. Yeah. Um, and thus, everyone, I would like to encourage you to be like Cookie Cat and have some dope ass merchandise that needs to exist in real life. Peace. Peace. <laughs>